Cool. Awesome. No delay. Looks like we're good. 10 people on TikTok, like nine people on 12 people on YouTube. So what's up? The average GI Joe. Nice to see you. Momo 13, Aaron Chin. Thank you guys. Okay. So you guys, last time I was a little bit, uh, a little tired. I had a busy day on, um, on like Monday, but, uh, today you all, you all caught me a little heated. I just posted a funny, uh, funny TikTok. I've been getting some spicy comments. I've been getting more and more spicy comments, uh, calling me, you know, a liar, a schmuck, all this other stuff. Like, man, I, for those of you who, who have, uh, who've been following me, I'm a pretty reserved guy, but like, man, like I get, I get real fired up when people pretend like they know what they're doing and call like say mean things on the internet. And then, um, yeah. So yeah. So I actually just created a, um, a Google voice. So I'm going to prioritize if anybody wants to call in and talk to me live, I'll, I have a speaker here. Um, I have a speaker here and if they want to call in, I'm either happy to give really nice advice. Like most, all of you are like the most awesome people ever. Right. Um, and then, but if someone wants to like, if there's a day trader who wants to like talk to me and like talk about spreads and, 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 and I, yeah, I don't even know what you'd want to talk to me about, but like when see what's up and like, I'm totally down. And so I've been commenting back and like, no one's taken me up on it, but maybe they join my live. Maybe they call my number. I'll, I'll write down the number. So for those of you that uh, when Q&A opens up, I think I'm going to try to start taking in voice calls because um, it's a little bit more interactive, right? So 615-412-9594. Okay. Quarantine 8. Yeah, thank you. Like, appreciate it. And um, appreciate you calling me out. But again, you're the one who clicked the buy button, right? It's not me. It's not me. Um, yeah, you guys, when Q&A opens up, this is the number to call. I know it's backwards for you guys on TikTok. I'll, I'll write it backwards for you. Um, it's going to be hard. How do you... Five. Um, four... One, two. Oh, I did it. That's wrong. Nine, five, nine, four. Cool. This is this is the number to call. Uh, four one two. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Room of styles. Thank you. I appreciate that. I am new to the internet again. Like a lot of people are right. Um, wall street guys are, are, are like shy. And so I've never really been an internet guy, but again, for the most of you, actually, I would really love if you guys wanted to call and like talk about, Hey, like, what's your opinion on this stuff? I actually really like, I, I would really, really like that. I mean, that'd be really cool. This is my Google voice number. I just made like five minutes ago. So that's why I was a little bit, a little bit, um, anyway, cool. So uh, sorry, I get spam calls. Um, cool. Anyway, um, so I don't have a lesson today, so that's probably good. I've gotten a lot of inbound 
questions um, about like, how do I get a good job? Not even on Wall Street, just as a financial analyst. How do I learn? Um, yeah, so like I, I, just, I think today will just be like a, a general q and I'll go through my like my state of investing really quickly. Uh, nothing really has changed. Just gotten, hold on, this is really annoying. How do I, I'm, I'm getting like spam calls. Um, okay, cool. So uh, yeah, I'm getting, I'll do my state of investing, then I'll do a long Q&A. And then today I'm giving away a share of Twitter because I just started tweeting because people said Discord's cool and all, but uh, Twitter's really good to just kind of like, um, like just send out kind of like very quick thoughts, which it's kind of cool. I'm not really a Twitter guy, so bear with me if I don't tweet all that great. Guys, the number again, six, I'll put it, I'll put it actually, I'll, I'll type it in to my YouTube live. So if you guys want to enter the raffle for uh, that I announce in 53 minutes, uh, go to my YouTube live stream, which I'm doing concurrently, and the link is in the description. And today I'm raffling off a share of Twitter, which is 2868. I Venmo or Cash App um, the person at the, like after I'm done. Last week's winner was Fishering. He always shows up and he won. It was pretty cool. So, and not a lot of people, um, not a lot of people enter. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So let me enter my, my phone number for Q&A phone number. It's going to be in the description of my YouTube live stream. So if you actually, like that'll be in the front of the line. I've never used Google, Google phone before or voice, but um, if it works, uh, oh, someone called me. Oh, that was that was someone here. Okay, I'm gonna deny that now, guys. I'm gonna deny that now at the Q&A session, okay? Sound good? Sorry, please call back during the Q&A session. Um, okay, but if you wanna enter the raffle, go to my YouTube streaming um, and 9594, okay, cool. Uh, Save and my state of investing. Okay, cool. So state of investing, nothing's really changed. You guys know I'm generally bearish on valuations. If anything, um, if anything, it's just been bolstered with me texting a lot of my friends on the street. Uh, they all just respond, and then I say, "Can I retweet you?" And they say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You gotta like." You gotta make sure that like it's all good with compliance, and then I'm like, okay, I'll just say that my friends that I'm texting, and I'll just do that, right? So, um, so yeah, that's that. Uh, equities are insane right now. Um, I was doing some back of the envelope math on how much price to earnings ratios could be inflated due to all this money printing. So, conceptually, right, people think about classical economics by, by um, the more money you print, the more money there is in circulation, and therefore the price of a bread loaf is going to go uh, up, right? And so your dollar's worth less, right? That's usually how classical, what you'll learn in macroeconomics 101 for you college kids out there. Um, but uh, since 08, we never really saw that runaway inflation with all the Q quantitative easing, right? Because the banks are the heart of our financial system. They pump the blood, which is the money through the system. And it never really, it never really, it never really reached your consumer that's buying bread, right? And so 
all this is interconnected. There's other reasons like automation and, and technology and all that stuff and offshoring shoring manufacturing. But uh, another reason why assets have run up in valuation since the bottom of 08 um, and bread prices really haven't, it's because all that QE gets pumped through uh, financial institutions that in turn use that to buy and lend, buy, basically buy financial assets, right? So that inflates the price of financial assets. So that's why interest rates have stayed low, prices of bonds have stayed high, PE ratios have stayed high, and you've had this like massive gigantic bull run. And so when we talk about 2.2 trillion in, in QE plus potentially another 2.2 trillion, it's like that might not actually, I mean, my guess at this point is that it doesn't actually show up in your bread prices, right? It shows up in asset prices. And so that's going to increase your kind of normalized price to earnings ratio. Um, so if that's the case, I, like I'm, this is kind of remembering my thesis, like from a week ago in real time, but if that's the case, you should calculate like how much should PEs, PE ratios inflate per se. Um, it should probably be the sum of all United States assets and that's probably too conservative. But if you sum up all the value of all United States assets and then add on the money we print, right, um, that should get you some like conservative estimate of how much PE ratio should increase. So what I did is the U.S. stock market is about 37 trillion total as of like 2019. I just Googled back of the envelope numbers. Uh, commercial real estate is 16 trillion. Residential real estate is 27 trillion. U.S. bond market is 40 trillion, and gold and other stuff maybe let's call it five to 10 trillion, right? So that gets you like to 125 to 130 trillion. So if we print a five trillion dollars throughout this whole thing, conceptually, right? I mean, that's a four percent increase to money supply throughout financial assets. And that's assuming that all that money supply goes into financial assets. So one would assume that price to earnings ratios increase by four, 4%. Four so if, if you're saying stocks were cheap at 15 times, you know, stocks might be cheap at, um, I have to double check this math after I'm done with you guys, but stocks might be cheap at 15 and 0.6 times now. Right. But it's not some massive 20 times. That's why I still am adamant that like we're at 20 times price to earnings and the earn the E in that equation is way too high still. Like I think the market doesn't understand. Like I have private equity guys who are like some of my best friends. Some of my like like literally half of my groomsmen are like v vice presidents or managing directors, right? So like also if you guys right, so um they they're telling me on the ground, like, yeah, we're laying a ton of people off and like, this isn't coming back anytime soon. So look, for those of you new, all I can call is things are expensive. Things are cheap. Is it, if I want to sell you my Big Mac for $30, you're going to tell me to pound sand. And if you, if I want to sell you my Big Mac for like 50 cents and you're not even hungry, you're like, well, I'll take it. Right. Like that's how the world works. And, but I cannot, I cannot control or call market timing nor can anyone, and don't let anybody tell you differently. Even the traders, right? Like one of the traders that I posted about, he is a, he's a trader for top three, top four gigantic hedge fund. So, 
So that's, I mean, like no one can tell you market timing. They can only educated analysis on if things are expensive or cheap. 100 people online on TikTok. If you guys want to enter my raffle today for a, a share of Twitter, uh, I Venmo or cash app the person after this uh, $28.68 today for a share of Twitter since I started tweeting. Um, go to my YouTube stream. It's it's in link through bio. If you can't figure it out, then too bad. Um, and then you enter the raffle copter thing and, and whatever. Cool. That is my um, update. Again, you guys think you guys know I'm bearish. For those of you that saw my posts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, um, my trader friend uh, told me. Like I think that I don't I don't have the pulse on the street, right? His pulse on the street is that everybody is expecting a a, a a grind down, like a fade, as opposed to another crash, right? I think a lot of this money supply is pumping through and um, really pumping it up. And and I think like part of me, right? So front page Wall Street Journal is a lot of retail investors are like pouring into Robinhood accounts which do not feel bad if that's you, right? Like that's the majority of you. I, but what happens in all these cycles is you get these head fake rallies. I mean, 08 had it. And you get a bunch of retail investors, which are just normal people. I mean, it's not nothing to say about intelligence level, right? Retail investors are like doctors, lawyers, like the same types of people, like really educated people. They come in, they're like, oh, stocks are cheap, stocks are cheap. They buy, 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 buy. And then there's this FOMO and then the FOMO really gives into like the herd buying up stock. So I'm not really sure. I think part of the fact that we've had this gigantic rally is not only do we have money stimulus, like just sloshing into the system and there's conspiracy theories there that it's election year. So what are they doing? Um, I'm not a particular believer in the, in the conspiracy theories, but it's fun to talk about. Uh, but not only that, you got a bunch of retail investors just buy, 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 FOMO, FOMO, cruise stocks, airline stocks, cruise stocks, Tesla, like oil, oil, USO, USO, right? Like every, everything that you guys have asked me about and the reason why I've like, I have followers, period, is because it's interesting to Main Street now, right? In a long bull rally, this is not, um, this is not really that interesting. And again, during a long, boring bull, bull market, you also, correlation, you don't see those people selling those e-courses all the time either. Right. So again, they're trying to sell a shovel. They're like gold rush, right? Gold rush. Lot most people who who went to San Francisco, 1849, I believe, 49ers. Uh, most of them went they went, they lost their shirt. But the people who got rich were the ones selling the shovels, right? So if someone is a day trader or selling you a course or whatever, I don't know what it is, right? People talking shit to me. Um, like, first of all, I'm not selling you anything. Right? I just do this for fun. And, but you should also think about it. Like if they had the key and they could teach it to you, they would make multiples of their money more if they just like trade it, if they do it, if they reach out to me and say, Hey, let's go raise a hedge fund with you. Right? Like, I'm an open-minded guy. If I can sit down with someone for seven days straight, I'll, I'll pay for it my whole, myself. I'll pay for it. I'll pay the meals. I'll even pay them to just sit down there, right? And if, if they can prove to me that they've got a system, like man, I'm quitting my job tomorrow and I'm going to raise a hedge fund with that guy.
or that gal, right? Um, but no one's taking me up. I now have a Google Voice number. So uh, if you want it, it's, it's, if you want to call me during the Q&A session, uh, you can. This is the first time I'm trying it. If it gets too hectic, I'm going to shut it off. Um, but uh, yeah, if you guys want to enter my raffle, I'm giving away $28.68 for a share of Twitter. I don't actually give you a share because it's really complicated. Um, so I just Venmo or Cash App you. You just have to be a subscriber to my YouTube. That's it. That's all I ask for. Um, anyway, cool. That's my rant. That's my diatribe. I, uh, I'm really happy to be here. I love being fired up. Um, so, and again, sorry, I was a little, I was really tired on Monday, but today I am, I am, uh, I'm here. Cool. My YouTube is linked through bio. It goes through like my landing page. I have like a WordPress landing page. So just go, thank you, Sadie. How do I follow you back? Done. Followed back. Thank you, Sadie. I learned that was the etiquette. So I'm, I'm really sorry if I've gotten stuff from you guys. And I, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I am a millennial. I am not a Gen Z. Um, yeah, I did get a ring light. Um, I did. Okay. So, uh, starting the Q and A and I'm going to start it with, uh, yes, with, let's see. Skylar Limber is asking me on YouTube, isn't the part of the groupthink of Wall, of Wall Street? So I think what she, she or he is getting at is, isn't Wall Street part of the groupthink? That's very, very true. But some things just slap you in the face and are so inherently obvious to certain circles. But I will say... When I turn on CNBC, I still see a lot of finance people saying, well, we're just going to have a slow grind up because we have a V-shaped recovery. People are going to go back to work. Yeah. In that case, I'm still not a buyer at 20 times price to earnings when I don't even believe the earnings number. And when my auto private equity guys are telling me that like, like they've been saying like 20% of tier one, tier two, tier two auto suppliers uh, might go out of business. This is one of my best friends and he's, he's himself has laid off a bunch of people. Right. And so, uh, not only that you guys can't, you guys have to understand when I read the 10 K for Tesla and I read the 10 K for like, or I didn't read the 10 K for any other things, but like he was saying, you can't make a Ford escape if you were missing one supplier's bolt. Right. That's the way that like that six Sigma, like what do you call it? Just in time inventory works. It's all very, very interconnected. And so if you can't make a Ford Explorer without one part and 20% of your part suppliers go belly up, man, we're going to have some issues and we're not going to be right back at it in August. Um, cool. Uh, for all of you new, giving away 28, 26 at the end of the session for a share of Twitter. If you want to enter the raffle, the link is in the description in my YouTube stream. So go exit out of here and go to my YouTube stream. Uh, you can also see me in better quality, although I don't think you want to do that. Um, all right. Ayush. And also, uh, I have a number for those of you that want to call in your questions. Uh, I just think it'd be kind of cool to talk to people because I like talking to people. And uh, maybe I'll get a troll one of these days. Uh, someone will take me up on that offer. Uh, Ayush Patel is asking about what do you think of TVIX? So that is an 
ETF or like a vehicle that tracks the VIX, the volatility index. So, which is also called the fear index. And a lot of people have been asking me about this for like the last two or three days, which I assume, hold on, my stream is dying. There, uh, let's see. Stream health. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Hold on. I got to take your... Okay, cool. I'm back. I'm back. I'm getting a call. Hello? Hold on. Allow mic access. This is Justin. Who's this? can't hear you hold on i'm really sorry guys this is uh audio settings uh speakers uh can you guys can you hear me no 303 can you hear me 303681 can you hear me no i can't oh maybe You know what? I got to figure this out. I got to test this out. This is just my first inclination. Did I get a voicemail? I got a voicemail. Oh, no. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I'm really sorry if you try to call me. Could you hear me? Maybe you can you can put it up there. You can tell me if you heard me or not. Um, anyway, uh, I was in the middle of something. Uh, TVIX. Okay. So if the thought from the traders is that we're gonna have a fade in the stock market down as opposed to another crash, which is not to say that we're not gonna have another crash, guys, right? Um, fade, that means that it's, there's not as much fear in that reduction. And that means that the TVIX is not gonna spike like it did last time. It's not just an inverse ETF on the market. Does that make sense? Cool. Um, so uh, let's see, William, oh, William, it says it was unavailable, huh? Maybe you guys can like leave me a, oh, here, I got a, I got a voicemail. This is good. Hey, Justin, I was trying to call you. It's not seems not to go through, but I was just wondering about uh, airline companies and how you think uh, it's going to affect them. I'm in a couple calls right now for Delta and uh, Southwest, and I just wanted to know what you think about that. Thank you. Cool. Um, I'm going to guess it's William. Uh, and, and William was asking about uh, what's going to happen to airline companies. So I'm actually, from my quick analysis that I've done for all of you, uh, and again, if you're on my email list, you get the, you get the um, I periodically send out the, the, the Excel models. Um, I'm actually, I've come around to Southwest and Alaska. I think those two are going to be fine. Um, they're well capitalized. Um, they're well capitalized. I mean, Southwest has like no debt, right? Um, so I think they'll be fine, but I think you better beware of American and uh, United, I believe, are the are the ones that I and then JetBlue also looks really scary. Spirit looks kind of scary. Um, I think Delta looks just okay. Um, cool. So sorry guys. Again, I'll, next time I'll get this phone thing because that, that was really cool. That was super cool. All right, let's see. 
Boki Linta is saying budget airlines are the first to go. Um, I mean, Southwest is technically budget, right? Or I guess not really, but Alaska, I think, is fine. Um, Luis, I see you. Can AI software beat the stock market? Um, so I actually work and I'm the CFO of, or SVP of finance CFO. Ooh, I'm getting a call. I wonder how to hold this. Call from Matthew. Hey, Matthew, does this work? Hey, Matthew, what's up? Hey, Justin, how's it going? Um, I had a question about dollar cost averaging. So as a dollar cost averaging investor, would you pause due to the inflated markets and double down when it supposedly drops again? Or would you just stay consistent and ride out this inflated high? Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So I would actually be pausing now, guys. Um, and I wouldn't blame people for selling a bit and kind of being half cash, half stocks. Um, that's my opinion now. I think we're just in insane levels. And if I miss out of, of us going to all-time highs, um, I'm, I can live with that. But I can't live with giving into FOMO and, and, and losing a bunch of money. So if you guys go half and half now, I can live with myself either way, right? I can live with myself either way because if, again, opinions, not advice, um, if the stock market keeps ripping, right, you still have some exposure. But if it crashes, you can just use that half that you took out and keep buying more dollar cost averaging. But we are well past dollar cost averaging now, I think, my personal opinion. But again, traditional wisdom is keep buying no matter what. But I would say if I were you, my, my, my opinion is just, the, the default should just be to pause your DCA until I start saying things start looking cheap again. Um, cool. Thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it. That was super cool. I get to put like a voice to a name and a, and a name to a question. Um, okay. So I, I know I'm so sorry, Luis. I was going to answer the AI software. So I, I am a CFO of, of the, um, of an, of like a data science healthcare company that does software overlay on it. And um, look, machine learning is really, really cool, but we are miles away from uh, like artificial generalized intelligence, like AGI. And all you can really do, all it can do is you feed it a bunch of data that um, that's, you know, you feed it a bunch of data. Oh, thanks for outing me. Uh, you feed it a bunch of data that like are probably human data inputs and it just learns patterns, right? So a lot of what we talk about is like, if we if we create a, a machine learning algorithm on input data, a lot of times it's just gonna spit out an algorithm that does what people do anyway. So if, if people can can beat the market, which is dubious, right? I think it's 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 really, really hard to do, but you can do it and the hedge funds have a lot of, for those of you new, like, when I was at a big, when I was at Citadel, and you guys are outing me already, um, we used to buy like crazy amounts of data. We used to get first in line on like IPOs and issuances. They just have a lot of advantages that a retail investor doesn't have, right? Um, so for you, for those of you asking how to join the ma mailing list, subscribe to my YouTube and then comment on one of my recent videos, your email. 
and I can copy and paste it. YouTube's really good because I can like knock out comments like in order of time as opposed to like DMs are just super overwhelming. Um, Garrett uh, is on YouTube is asking, considering I made some money, do, money during the surge, is it smart to cash out my investments and wait until the market drops to invest? So I kind of answered this already. And, and again, guys, I always repost this to my YouTube. So in case you miss it, I also have started a podcast stream. I'm approved everywhere, but Apple podcasts. And I just take the audio and I post that just for people. Um, and so I do think that cashing out maybe half, half is probably conventional wisdom, conventional Justin wisdom. But, uh, I mean, like if you're an aggressive person, then I mean, cashing out all of it wouldn't, wouldn't be, wouldn't be so bad. A uh, bear pooper on TikTok is asking crude oil buy or nay. I made a small little fun casino bet. I hate commodities because you can't get an edge. No one knows what fuel's gonna do. But if you're gonna do it, go watch my my TikTok on it. I prefer DBO over USO. USO has like existential risks because they they buy shorter term futures. I know they've said that they're going to uh, buy longer dated futures, but DBO's futures are in like January, 2021. So, um, cool. Jeremiah on YouTube asking about thoughts on Warren Buffett's favorite stock market indicator hitting record high, signaling a crash could be coming. I did see that. So I've, I'm imagining you are talking about um, price... U.S. stock market capitalization to GDP ratio, right? That was that one. Um, yeah, I mean, that one hasn't really been talked about for like decades. But it's it's similar to the, um, the Case-Shiller index and then the Shiller PE index. It's all super expensive, guys. These guys are Nobel Prize winners and Warren Buffett. And listen to them over me, right? I mean, like, but I agree. Like I've been telling you guys, I from the very first TikTok I made, I said, I said I would start buying once we cross that twenty five hundred on the S and P mark. Right? That's what I said. You can go, just scroll down on my profile. That's what I said. And then, and then I and then we whipped right back up, and I started being a bear, and I said I'm not buying anymore. I really wish we had a much more, like when I was I was telling everybody, I was trying to teach everyone how to dollar cost average, and before that could really be disseminated, we just popped right back up. So I'm, I, it's not, I feel bad that we couldn't. Thank you, Jamie, Jamie, James, New York. I'm gonna follow you back. Ah, I don't know how to do it. Hold on, follow. follow. Cool. Um, cool. Uh, Bear Pooper, again, another good question. How do I become an institutional trader? Uh, so, I would go to as good of a school as you can. Uh, the bar is a little lower on grades for sales and trading than it is investment banking. It's a little, I love my trader friends. It's a little bit less intellectual and more execution. And f right, I mean, they, they know a bunch too. Um, but uh, yeah, get into a good school and it's like a similar internship program. Guys, it's all about internships. Those of you still in school, get as good of internships and as early as possible, right? So when I was a freshman in college, I went and got an internship at a really, really small, tiny, nothing investment bank. It was two people and I was their assistant. But I, uh, 
yeah, I got that. And it looked amazing on the resume because they, they ever like if, when, when, when investment banks come to campus, they know you're not, thank you, president. How do I, thanks president. Follow. Um, they know like you guys are just college kids, right? Like you probably just rolled in hungover. And, um, but if you have a freshman year internship or a sophomore year internship and junior year applying and it's something to do with financial services, that goes miles because they know that you actually want to be in financial services and you're not just after, well, ostensibly, you're not just after the money, right? Um, cool. Um, hey, Shepard's Grandma, I see you again. How do you roll over an IRA? Um, I, are you asking about rolling over a 401k to an IRA? Usually, uh, you'll contact your 401k provider and call them up or if you can do it online and then you can just say like roll over an old account if you leave an employer. Um, I think that's what you mean, right? Um, so a lot of people asking why I left Citadel, uh, Citadel is a very cutthroat environment. I had a really great time there. The pay was good. The hours were actually pretty good. It was like three of us is me and two other people. I was not the PM. It was a PM and two me, me and another analyst who was a little bit more senior than me. Um, we were running like nine figures. Uh, it was really cool. Um, but man, they, first of all, they just clean house all the time. It's really, it's really, it's really brutal. Um, I like my life now. I can talk to you all. Uh, team Jen R Jen Russ is asking, would you take advantage of the 401k withdrawal right now? 10% loss. No, if you can do not touch your 401k. Um, do not touch your 401k. The, the, my, my trader friend was saying, um, that, that people on the street are actually selling or transferring like half of their 401k to money market. I don't necessarily think that's right, but given the market's super expensive, that might not be wrong either. Um, but yeah, don't take a penalty. But again, if you need to eat and you need to make rent, yeah, of course, make ends meet however you need to make ends meet. Um, I, but just try not to, right? And, and, and Congress and Trump are trying their best to have you guys not to have everyone like have some money. So what I would say is like, try to go down those alleys first, stimulus checks, unemployment checks, uh, multiple unemployment avenues, um, rent forbearance. Basically guys, I hate to say this as a landlord, but you basically, I don't think, I think they've put a hold on a lot of states. Um, landlords can't evict you right now. You like you can kind of get away, and if you if you own a home and you need, you owe a mortgage, call those call your bank up and say I I need to forbear on my mortgage. Do that before you touch your four hundred one k. Okay, and cut off cut cut your spending obviously right. Just like make ends meet, four hundred one k is set it and forget it. And that's like the whole point. Um. Is a John B. S. K. Is 
is asking, is Bitcoin safer than gold? No, I think they're similar. Um, well, I thought Bitcoin was going to be internet gold, but it's sometimes it trades like a just a straight risk asset similar to, um, yeah. Hey, are you talking about algo trading? I talked about that earlier. I'll repost this on YouTube afterwards. Um, but generally, AI does what people train it to do. So if people can't beat the market, then I don't necessarily think AI can. But algos run the market now. Algos run day-to-day -day trading a lot. So, Except for like large buy orders and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, Philly Pino. Yeah, there is a delay. It's just like the, the way the thing streams. I'm using vMix and some in a DSLR. Um, those of you saying that I'm I'm telling people to short the market, I am not telling people to short the market. I'm telling people to pause, or I'm not telling anybody anything. This is not advice. This is my opinion. I'm just ranting. For what for all I know, I'm ranting to this wall, and for some someone put these cameras here. Um, now that I said that, I personally think that if you're dollar cost averaging, it's probably a good time to um, to stop your dollar cost averaging and wait it out. Wait till we get cheaper. If you already have a fully allocated portfolio of stocks that you've bought, I think if I were you, I would sell off half of them and keep, keep half in cash. I don't think that people should give into the FOMO and say, look, we're going to reach all-time highs. And I just don't think that's, I just don't think that's smart. Um, uh, president Steven, thank you again for the, for the present or, um, what is a good entry level job in finance? Uh, I really like corporate development mergers and acquisitions in a company or working for a mutual fund. Um, again, this is if you can't find a regional investment bank or New York city or Chicago or San Francisco investment banking job. Uh, another back way in is to do uh, back office at an investment bank. Back office is good, like trade execution and stuff like that. And then you keep, just keep applying to transfers. The concepts are the same as applying to a college, right? So like if you don't get into your, your, the college you want, a lot of times you'll go to the best one you can and then just keep trying to transfer. And a lot of times it's a lot easier to transfer in. And if you don't make it in transferring, you just – study really hard, get a good GMAT score, go to a top 20, uh, MBA program. And then, and then you kind of get a full restart. So, um, okay. So, uh, for those of you new on TikTok, I run a raffle today's raffle going to announce it in 20 minutes is for share of Twitter. Uh, since I just started tweeting and it is for $28.68 that I Venmo or cash app for you. So if you want to enter, switch to a, go open up a laptop, go to my YouTube live stream. And in the description is the link to the raffle. Um, uh, okay. Camillo is asking about VTI. Uh, that is like a top three largest. It's a total market, to, total US market ETF fund. Like I like it. I just, just like the rest of the market, I don't, think it's cheap. Nothing's cheap. Tesla's not cheap. Uh, oh, I, for those of you that missed it, I imagine a lot of you were on there. 
I live streamed me building from a blank Excel sheet, a Tesla discounted cash flow model. And I posted it on my YouTube. If you want to just put it on in the background for two and a half hours, like that's awesome. If you want to see that, I made a couple mistakes that I, I fixed after the stream, but it should give you a good idea that it's like totally doable. You got to learn these like Excel shortcuts and you can just like, uh, you can really pump these things out and I can really teach you, you guys about it. Um, if you're interested in me creating that kind of content, I'm collecting interest. I have 200 signups already. Again, link through my bio. I have one link and it's a landing page. You can read all about it. If you're interested in like learning financial analysis, like I can tell you at a top 15 school, the number one undergrad business school, um, as a finance major, I graduated college in three years. And I, when I got onto, when I graduated, I, I was not that good. Right. So I feel like if, if I made some in educational videos and like, again, it starts with Excel modeling and, but there's a lot more is understanding economics and, and financial theory. Um, I can really get people up to speed and better than 21 year old me very quickly. Like I, at least like today I know, I know what matters and what doesn't and what, like, what is the big best bang for your buck in a finance job? And it doesn't need to be a wall street job guys. A lot of high earning jobs are corporate development, uh, financial planning and, and, uh, accounting, budgeting, all these jobs require high level finance, uh, understanding of accounting and Excel skills. And they're all in, they're all in like all the companies, right? All the big companies. So, um, uh, yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. Uh, uh Lucy. So if, for those of you that don't have a Venmo or cash app, uh, just enter it and put some, I don't have a cash app in that, in that spot or whatever. And I'll email you separately if you win and I'll, I'll like mail you something. I'll mail you cash or we'll figure it out like PayPal or something. Right. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, David Freshel is asking, would you update the investment mix on a 401k move equity allocation and some bonds? So if I were for my 401k, I am contemplating moving half to a money market. Don't buy bonds. Don't touch bonds. I hate bonds. Everyone new here, I'm going to go on a rant every single time. Screw bonds. Bonds suck. Bonds also, what corporate bonds are, are loans to companies, right? Um, yeah, thank you, you favorite realtor. Awesome account. Go follow her. She's awesome. Um Bonds give you like basically a very little return, but also has a lot of risk in a bankruptcy situation because um, they're loans to corporations. And a lot of these corporations are going to go through restructuring. So I just don't like it. Zahid, Zahid Hack 5 is asking about buy oil drilling stocks. Man, those are going to be the absolute bankruptcy, bankruptcy, like bankruptcy watch ones, exploration and drilling. So I don't touch those. Um, Ty Merka asks, uh, how do you know that you wanted to work in finance? Uh, 2008 financial crisis hit. I wanted to be a cardiothoracic surgeon because I am Asian. Yes. Uh, if you haven't noticed, um, and, uh, I thought I liked it, but then I realized I wanted to be a cardiothoracic surgeon because that was the best ROI on my education time and the highest earning for the least amount of schooling. And so when 2008 hit and I was like, whoa, these guys make way more money. 
uh, yeah, I quickly changed my tune. I applied to the two best. I applied early to the two best undergrad business schools and I got into one and I went there. So that's what I did. Um, Gerald C is asking about municipal bonds. I think all the munis are getting bailed out by the fed government, but, um, yeah, I wouldn't touch them. They don't even yield all that much. I'd just rather buy like Apple. Um, okay. Bitcoin happening. I'm not okay. So I, I went super deep into crypto like three or four years, four years ago. Um, and then I, I bought my first Bitcoin and sold it back in like 2013. It that stuff's just for fun, guys. Do not allocate more than like five to ten percent of your portfolio on, on that stuff. That's a time capsule kind of thing. But yeah, so if you if you decrease marginal supply, that should increase pricing. But it's not like but people are expecting like a doubling. I don't necessarily see that. I know there's some complex dynamics with the miners, uh, like the Bitcoin miners, um, but I don't see it doubling because of that. I do think that there's going to be nice tailwinds to the price because they're basically reducing the inflation of it. And so, and people are losing Bitcoin every day. So all that stuff. Um, guys, if you want to call in, I got a really nice call in. Um, this is the number and the number is in my uh, YouTube stream too. Uh, I'm going to take a f 10 minutes more of questions and then pick my raffle winner. Um, I should go to raffle copter now. Uh, let's see how many entries there are. Let's see. 200 entries. Oh, that means a hundred entries. So a hundred people, it's like one in a hundred chance to win 30 bucks today. Um, yeah. Cruise lines, username, Mimi one is asking about cruise lines. I know a lot of you asked about cruise lines. Um, go watch my thing on cruise lines. I think they're bankruptcy risks. There's a reason why they've stayed really bad. It's because they're not going to come back to where they were. They're still bankruptcy risks. If you guys really, really want a super cyclical stock, go with Southwest, go with Alaska. But I'm saying do not buy right now. Don't buy right now. Gabriel, nice to see you again on YouTube. Um, Top five stocks for a beginner to follow and invest, low maintenance. Look, experts like me, I don't have enough time. Like, go go watch my two and a half hour live stream. Just have it on in the background uh, of me building a Tesla model from scratch, right? I mean, again, I, I can use templates and speed it up, but I won't feel comfortable with a single stock until I've done like weeks of research on it. And so the reason I feel so, so confident about v playing VTI or SPY or QQQ is because I believe in the U.S. economy, and I believe that I can more confidently feel out that the U.S. economy's earnings are going to do V-shape or U-shape or how deep is this recession going to be. If you guys actually watch all my TikToks, um, like I do a lot of that analysis. They don't always really do that well in view counts, but um, that's what I would say. Okay, we got a caller from Milwaukee. Call from? Ryan. Hey, Ryan, what's up? Hey, Ryan, what's Hi. up? Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, can I, uh, what's up? How, how's your night going? Uh, you got a question at all? It's good. Wait, so are you on the live stream right now? I am. Is that okay? I mean, you can, also... you can, uh, you can just like email me or discord me if you want, if, if that's not what you wanted. So I, I thought I was entering the raffle by calling 
Oh yeah, no, no. The raffle link is in the YouTube description. So just click that link, okay? Cool. Thank okay, you. Okay. Bye. Um, sorry. No username Mimi. It's not about. Uh, so she's asking about um, about cruises again, and it's not that people aren't going on cruises. It's that they have to raise a bunch of cash above stockholders. So I explained this on one of my YouTube videos as a capital structure. As a stockholder, you come behind everyone else. All the debt holders come in front of you. So if you're burning through cash, you have to raise more and more and more debt. And then it's like, uh, and then think about a foreclosure on your home. Um, John BSK is saying, you're our generation of Jim Cramer. Please do not say that. I think I do not want to be a Jim Cramer. Um, I really don't want to be Jim Cramer. I don't want to like, he, he opines on way too many stocks. I just like fundamental investing. Call from... I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Hey, what's up? This is Justin. Hey, Justin. Uh, hope, you, hope you're having a good night, man. Thanks for all the information that you're giving out. Um, well, hey, my wife and I are jumping into this whole thing, and you've been just a great uh, way for us to get started. So I guess my basic question is, we're trying to jump in with about $1,500, and uh, I guess we want to know what you think about the Vanguard Yes, that's kind of the first thing that we've been researching. Uh, so we just wanted to get your opinion on if that would be a good way to start or if you got something else that might help us out. Yeah, that's a, yeah, I know. That's a great question. I think um, the Vanguard ETFs are really great. They invented in index funds and um, they invented index funds and um, super low fee, really great reputations. They have some of the biggest funds out there. And so you didn't really say which Vanguard ETF. But if you want to stick with Vanguard, I would um, I would probably go with like v, uh, VOO, which is the S&P 500, or VTI, which is like the total market index. But again, like if you're taking all that money and you're, you're a lot of retail investors are getting sucked in because of the FOMO, it's taken three weeks for the, the news to reach them that the stock market is ripping. What happens is um, like people buy now. And what I'm saying is things are too expensive. So follow me along. I'm on Twitter. I'm on all the social media as best I can. And I'll tell you when things are cheap again. But right now, just like I am hoarding cash. That was the that was the theme of last stream on Monday. And guys, for those of you new, I do this Monday, Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, raffle link in my YouTube stream. Um, and you were also saying, um, yeah, like another reason why I think that's the way to go is because when you buy a, a VOO or VTI, you're buying little slivers of, of hundreds of companies. So you don't have to worry about one company going bankrupt or you got it wrong with Tesla or you got it wrong with cruise stocks. You own a little sliver of everything, right? So wouldn't you rather own a little sliver of a lot of rental homes across the nation or would you rather own one home on some corner that could turn into a bad neighborhood, right? That's kind of that, that's kind of that, that concept of diversification. Um, so again, I think VOO, VTI are some of the better um, Vanguard total market or S&P 500 ones. But if you're going to be, if you're going to be, I really like QQQ. Go look into QQQ, their software and tech. I think those are the companies that are not going to go bankrupt and are going to see a lot of good business throughout this, right? So, um, okay, TV's distracting. I'm sorry, guys. Um, let's see. 
I'm going to take two more questions and then we're going to, uh, let's see. And then I'm going to pick the raffle stock. Uh, a lot of people calling me Jim Cramer. Please do not call me Jim Cramer. That guy is solely for entertainment. I, um, yeah, I, I don't know. That guy also went to jail, um, for, I think insider trading. I don't know. Uh, Candito Trejo, uh, just watch the restream. I, I say kind of like whether you should go half and half and whatever. I'm getting another call. This is kind of fun. Sorry guys. I know this is kind of frustrating. I'm sure. Call from Muhammad. Hey Muhammad. How are you? Hey Justin. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm I already good. asked you that. I'm good. Uh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? I can. I can. What's your question? Uh, so my question is, uh, what are your thoughts about Boeing? And I want to get into the finance industry. Uh, the second one is how we want to get into the finance industry. It's the same thing like how it uh, happened to you. It's like the 2008 crash, and then uh, you decided to kind of jump in, and then you decided that it makes a lot of money and all that stuff. And then, yeah, so I'm interested. Thank awesome. you. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. So I'll answer that right now. Um, all right. Cool. Uh, are, you, yeah. are you on the stream? I am on the screen, so I should just shut it off right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll hang up, okay? Thanks. Thank you, Mohamed. Um, okay, so he was asking, what are my thoughts on Boeing, um, and how do you break into finance and, and stuff like that? Okay, so I'm not really sure where you're located, Mohamed, but um, Boeing, first of all, I don't really have an opinion. They entered this thing uh, with, with a lot of, a really bad balance sheet, I do know that, because uh, the whole... 747 max scandal and so uh yeah i would say that's uh first of all they started this off on the wrong foot and then uh secondly i would say they they require to stay in business a lot of government subsidies and stuff like that or sorry government purchases and government grants kind of like the airline industry and what i'm hearing from my friends in the aerospace defense and um and the auto industries, which I know is not the same. Uh, I don't like, I don't think that demand's coming back all that soon. So thematically, I really don't like it. Um, nor do I really think that like, it is a great company, but I, thematically, I really don't like it. I don't know where it's trading. I can look at it if I can log in really quickly. Hold on. Um, and then I'll answer your second question now. So breaking into the finance industry, finance is a really, um, Finance is a really like broad term. Uh, if you want to get into kind of high finance and Wall Street types of stuff, I don't know where you're located. Get into the best school you can, get the best grades you can, um, and uh, apply to internships as early as possible. And if you're already graduated, just find a, a name brand in, in some sort of like financially oriented Excel accounting related uh, job in, in a company that might be really recognizable. Just kick ass at it, work really hard. Again, your early 20s is the time to work really hard um, and your mid 20s and your 30s, right? I mean, it's all always work really hard. Gary Vee guys, right? But, but like really, right? When you're like young and you don't have kids and, and all that stuff, then like just work your ass off study for the GMAT, uh, study for the GMAT and, uh, then kill the GMAT and then apply to top business schools. And from there you should have as good of a chance to get on wall street as anybody. And 
that look if if Muhammad, if you're already okay, investment banking, he's saying investment banking located in Ontario. Again, off market, um, you might want to apply to Ontario or or um or Toronto investment banks. Um, so you might want to do that. But again, regional is a nice place to jump off. Uh, back office is a nice place to jump off. So I would say, uh, right, get as good grades as you can and apply to regional investment banking um, or back office in high in like New York City, San Francisco. Um, and then from from either the regional offices you can transfer or the uh, or back office you can transfer. Or if you're in a corp dev or if you're like in a corporation in the finance department, then you can um, you can do the MBA route and just make sure you kill the GMATs. Um, I'm not going to business school. It doesn't make sense for me. I'm not getting my CF CFA and I never will because it doesn't make sense for me. But CFA is also a really great thing to get if, if you're trying to break in. Those two things are really great to break in with. Um, uh, okay, so uh, it's 8.58. Uh, I'm gonna give you guys two more minutes to enter my raffle. The, for those of you on TikTok, it's in the description in my YouTube live feed. Um, just click on the, the description, open it up right now. I'll give you two minutes to do it. And then, um, I'm gonna pick the raffle and I'm gonna do one more question. Uh, oh yeah. Boeing. I looked it up. Muhammad. I looked up Boeing. Okay. So Boeing is trading at 31 times for 2020 EBITDA and nine times 2021 EBITDA. I would say, given the fact that across the board, I feel like, um, EBITDA is, is, or sorry, like forecasted analyst estimate of EBITDA is is rich, then I would say probably it doesn't look that cheap to me. All right, I got one more call and then I'm picking the raffle. So you guys enter the raffle. Hey, this is Justin. Hey. Hey, how are you? Doing all right. So, um, Question to you tonight, with everything that you've been talking about in terms of demand really going um, down and a lot of these companies having a lot of debt, um, I'm not sure if you also follow a lot of the triple B rated debt, you know, that's um, become quite inflated over the years. Yeah. And uh, there are certain big companies, um, you know, uh, mutual funds, um, pension funds, all sorts of funds that have to follow certain standards, right? where they can only invest in investment-grade bonds. Yep. And a lot of this stuff may start to soon turn into junk debt. I was wondering, do you think that we can actually see um, a deflation coming up soon from the debt bubble popping? Um, or if all bets are off the table, and who knows, given the Fed willing to buy everything and anything and have unlimited QE? Yep, absolutely. Thanks. Uh, are you on uh, YouTube stream too? I can I can hang up and answer. Uh, I'm on the TikTok. Yeah, if you want to hang. Okay, up. perfect. Okay, thank you so much for your question. This is an amazing question. Um, but yeah, talk to you uh, next time. And thank you so much for it. Um, okay, so that was that was awesome. So he's basically talking about fallen angels, um, which so for those of you that don't know, really big companies, really stable companies, issue debt and they basically borrow from investors. Um, and they're rated investment grade because it's AAA or AA and stuff like that. And I started out in high yield credit, actually. Um, and they're rated by two agencies, S&P and Moody's. And when they go down to like triple B or something, then they, they turn into non-investment grade and we call them like fallen angels. And a lot of companies are, that's happening to a lot of companies right now because 
um, right? Like they're running out of cash. They're running out of like people buying their stuff. Um, but I believe that in that sense, the Fed will come to the rescue. They have backstopped and they will purchase like even non-investment grade bonds. And Jerome Money Printer Powell is coming out with bazookas like Rambo like two weeks after the crisis, just shooting everything he can, backstopping mortgages with, or Fannie's going to backstop mortgages. He's going to backstop corporate bonds. Um, one thing I wanted to leave you guys with is actually something that I, I remembered hearing from the beginning of this crisis. I think you got three issues. You got a liquidity crisis, you got a solvency crisis, and you've got like a health crisis, right? I think the Fed has basically done enough to solve the liquidity crisis. But again, maybe there's a bubble there and it pops, but I think they basically said government's going to bail out everything, which is actually unprecedented. No time, at no time in any of the, in any of like American history, are, it was the government going to basically backstop all these securities. Um, but I think they solved the liquidity issue. The reason why I'm super bearish at valuation wise, not like imminently, but I just, everything's too expensive is because I don't think we've solved the solvency crisis. I think you're going to see a ton of bankruptcies and I don't think we've saw, solved the, uh, the health crisis, right? I think possibility of second wave reinfection of already infected folks, that's going to be an issue. Okay, cool. That was a really great question. And I'm going to do some more. Um, my prediction is actually that uh, your spreads to your investment grade and high yield spreads are going to lower after this is all over in relation to treasuries because of the implicit guarantee of the government that they just did this time that they didn't do in 08. Right. So there's a lot of cool like macroeconomic implications there on like risk premiums per asset. Um, but I think like, yeah, I, I just think that the fed's going to do it. And the hiccup that will happen if it does happen is that the fed is overwhelmed and they don't have the ability to buy the bonds back quick enough. So yeah, you're right. It might, it might implode. It totally might implode. Okay, cool. So that brings us already over time and I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, for those of you that just joining, I repost all these sessions to my YouTube. If you subscribe to me, I'll love you forever. Thank you so much. And I just love talking about finance to a wall, to you guys, etc. Um, and I give away a stock every single time this, this week is 2868 for a share of Twitter because I started tweeting this week. Um, and so that's that. So I usually have the Twitter link in my YouTube live feed. I can't get it into my, into that feed. We have like 130 entrants. Oh, it's closed. Cool. And I'm going to, I'm going to choose right now. You guys ready? And the winner, St Stephen M. McBee. I'm not going to give away his full name. Stephen McBee. Although his cash app name is a very is a completely different name, so maybe that's a fake name too. But Stephen McBee won. Are you are you on? Um, are you guys? Are, Stephen, are you on? Are you on uh, TikTok or or YouTube? Uh, Stephen, Stephen, no. Yeah. So you 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 put your cash app in. I'll, I'll cash up you twenty eight sixty eight. For a share of Twitter. Um, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you so much for being here. 
Uh, it's kind of hard to stream both at YouTube and TikTok, but I love both of you. Um, and it's just super fun to talk. I'm here Monday, Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific for an hour. Uh, that's all the time I really have amongst like day job and creating some content for you every day. And, um, and I really appreciate you guys being here. And I repost everything to my YouTube. I, I also did a live stream of me building a financial model of Tesla from scratch. Um, and it's like a two and a half hour thing. If you're interested in how that's done, go to my YouTube and watch that. Um, and thank you, Southern Boys. Thank you, your favorite realtor. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys on Monday. We'll see if the market crashes sometime, huh? I've been calling bear at this like 2800 level. We're still there. All right. Talk to you guys later. All right, Steven, you're on YouTube. I'm going, uh, I'm going to be, I'll cash up you right after this.